Welcome to Never in the Intermission, where we talk about the next movie we'll be subjecting Tepper to. I'm your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Connor. And I'm Tepper. So, uh, last, no, this month, that's how our release schedule is. This month, we watch The Secret of Nim. That's a good fucking movie. I always forget how much I love that movie. It was very good. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, as we discussed in the episode, like, there's, even beyond the quality of the film itself, there's just so many creative, there's several creative decisions in this movie where I go, like, damn, that's wild, I didn't expect that, Uh, especially from, like, a kid's movie, like. Yeah, it's very impressive whenever a creator simultaneously does, like, pulls off, that's wild, I didn't expect that, and that's good, or, like, and it's perfect, you know? Yeah. yeah, like, I uh, really didn't expect the Widow to be the main character of this story. Like, like I thought when she showed up initially in the movie, I was like, okay, like, her her son or whatever is going to be the main character. Yeah. And then it's like, no, 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 she's the main character. It's like, oh, like, holy shit. Well, he, he talks a lot about how um, he was really affected by seeing Snow White when he was a little kid. So I think that, like, the unconventional sort of mythological story... Um, like I think I, I bet you he thinks very highly of um, the last unicorn because it, yes. it, it, it unfolds similarly and is is weird and dark and uh, you know kind of ominous and mythological. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And there, there. Uh, when we were discussing like the scheduling for this episode, I got thinking about Secret of Nim again and like my thoughts and everything on it. And one of the things I was thinking about is that um, there's this problem with like animation and, and this has gotten better. It's definitely not as bad as it used to be, but there was this problem with like animation where uh, you either had like really adult stuff or like really kid stuff. And one of the things I liked watching this movie was it was kind of like a step above that, like typical, this is for kid stuff. Where they're like, yeah, we can show blood. And like, yeah, one of the heroes does go out of his way to kill somebody else. Like, rightfully. Uh, uh, he was justified. But like, there's no like... Like, oftentimes, you know, like, look at like Disney villain deaths and stuff like that. And and they, they tend to be pretty dark, a lot of Disney villain deaths. But like, there's no... It tends to not be through intentionality on the part of the heroes. But rather the villains, like... Uh, um, folly eventually catching up to them and then leading to their demise. Uh, in, in this one, it was just like, nah, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna kill you, man. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab you. Like, let's fight. Swords out. Let's go. Um, you know, there's, swords there's, out for Harambe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the absolute redemption arc that the uh, one lackey went through, where he just that was the sickest knife throw in all of animation. Oh, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> like that man redeemed himself. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and I, and that's like a thing that I really appreciate about this movie is that they go like, uh, uh, they're willing to respect their audience and, and put in a little bit more like blood and like dark themes and go with an unconventional main character yeah, like even now, it's hard for creative cre- uh, writers and directors to get animated products greenlit when they're like the audience is like 
late teens or even like early 20 year olds it's just like they don't watch the uh animated things it's like because you won't let us cater to it yeah do you know how much money i spend on fucking merchandise for my dumb anime shit too much money (laughs) Yeah, but, like, the Western animation industry uh, doesn't seem to be able to take the successful lessons from the anime industry of Japan, which I think, like, they would give, benefit a give, lot from is, find like... Find psychopaths. Give, <laughs> give, give them money. Give, give them money. When, when a weird, like, Mormon kid who used to work for Disney says, I'm going to move to Ireland where there's no taxes to make my own animation studio, you go, yes. Yes, there's more money. <laughs> That's what you should. That's the an, that's anime style. Uh, yeah, and and uh, you know, and and like things are changing. You know, um, a lot of uh, like there's there's been some animated shows in the in the past couple of years that have definitely shown that they're willing to go on a bit of darker edge. I mean, like I've heard good things about like Shira, for example. Uh, um, that's always my example of of how how you don't do that. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I am not speaking from actually having watched okay. it. All I'm saying is I've heard people say that I've I've watched it and I think it's dog shit. But I think everything's dog shit. So take that with a grain of salt, everyone. <laughs> Masters of the Universe gets to actually do it. Um, I love Infinity Train. It actually gets to touch on much more adult themes. Yeah, Infinity Train was good. I only saw the first season of Infinity Train, but I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I found I found Shira to be more of the same stuff that kind of eventually led me to hate um voltron uh Mm. which was like endless gay baiting and uh uh, childish like poop poop and farts and and stuff and then Mm. every once in a while being like here's something maudlin like futurama style being like aren't we a show for adults and it's like it it the secret of nim makes that look like secret of nim is very obviously for everyone and doesn't pander to anyone like it's for adults it doesn't pander to adults it's for children it doesn't pander to the children uh maybe the bird maybe the annoying bird is like the jar jar binks of 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 the movie yeah but like it just it treats everybody so respectfully and and i don't i don't see that i don't see the audiences being respected in in modern animation well and and like tonally it's a very consistent work from start to finish um is the other thing that i like about like secret of nim um because i find sometimes with like shows like having a good emotional range in your show is like or movie is good but like i don't know the juxtaposition of like you know say genocide versus like fart jokes can be a little like uh. um <laughs> if you if you don't want your time respected uh watch centaur world it's garbage I don't even know what this is. What's centaur world? Yeah. I hope they have the different types of like centaur anatomy all represented in centaur. There's Good. there's there there's a bird centaur and a giraffe. No, centaur I'm talking about like heart hoof centaur. Oh, I, of course. Uh anyways, it, there is tech technically exists a very dark and interesting uh world of humans on the brink of destruction by demons. But the entire show takes place in an aggressively cartoony fart joke uh, world where uh, the horse gets thrown into and has to make it back to the human world. Yeah, and but there's that's the point. One that's neat fine. thing at the end, and it is not worth the eight episodes to get there. Oh. Oof. Oof. 
yeah, yeah. And, and and that and like that description is exactly like yeah the kind of thing where I'm thinking about where like having a consistent tone is is good. Is that because an otherwise anime, it leads or is to... that a Western? Uh, it's a Netflix thing. So oh, okay. so them trying to be anime. Okay. Well, not as much as their other yeah. actual Ni- anime products, but so the answer is neither and both. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the like the the TLDR though, like kind of on on what I was trying to say is is that like in in Western animation there is a lack of the types of stories that can be told, and I think that's why this movie stuck out to me so much when I watched it with you guys was because it was something that was so radically different from ki- so many kids movies that I'd watched when I was younger. Yeah, so that's actually. Um... Back, I just I love talking about Infinity Train, so I'm just gonna quickly say like they tried to get a movie greenlit for it, which would have been the story of a 30 year old woman dealing with her husband's death. Oh, that would have been cool. And like how like because she has done a lot of things on the Infinity Train, so it would have been great to know more about her story. And like just everyone's like, nah, <laughs> you can't make that. No one Why? would watch that. I'd watch I'm that like, every ah. day of my life. And I haven't seen all of Infinity Train season one. I've seen all but the last episode because that's the way my life has spun out. I mean, I I don't even know anything about Infinity Train. I'm assuming it involves a train. Yeah. Have you seen have you seen the Infinite Train episode of of Adventure Time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but more like, but instead of solving the problems with violence, it's more solving them through like emotional progress. Oh, interesting. And puzzles. Yeah. Usually <laughs> yeah, the puzzles, puzzles are right. metaphors are for metaphors. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. It's yeah. uh it's kinda it's got a, a return to Oz vibe, if you know if you know I uh, no. Oh, it's a terrifying uh puppet nightmare movie from the eighties. <laughs> we should put that on the list actually. <laughs> that should be Have on the list. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Uh uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, kind of like uh, some final thoughts on like Secret Name for me is that it's very, it's a very unique movie. It's a very good movie. Um, I'm excited to watch more of uh, the director's work that isn't Rockadoodle. Um, Even Rockadoodle was good. Like you were singing Rockadoodle's praises when it happened. Like it, it Rockadoodle is like a good. Um, it's like when you get the new Rolling Stones album, you know, and it's like this song is uh, fine. It's made by people who are good at making music, but it's not. Yeah, uh, Ro- Rockadoodle like benefited from my lack of watching animated movies for like eight years. So when we watched it, I was just like, oh yeah, like the nostalgia of like old school hand drawn like animation. This is great. And then, like, I thought about it, and I was like, oh, that movie was really mid. Like, it was really, like, it's not, it's not the worst movie ever made or anything like that. But, like, it's, like, a solid, like, 5 out of 10, I guess. Of the ones I've seen as an adult, that's definitely the worst Don't Believe movie I've seen. Yeah. And I loved it when I was a kid, but, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's a pretty average Disney movie. Whereas, like, Don Bluth movies are, like, pretty top tier. Obviously, counter Disney movies. Like, that, would, like... It's, it's almost got, like, Disney sequel energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. 
the songs might be better than a Disney sequel songs, but mm. yeah, it's 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 got like second tier energy. Speaking of second tier energy. <laughs> <laughs> worst part is that's just true yes yes (laughs) edison is awful all my homies hate edison where you have figures like tesla who are mythologized you know this movie very much leans on the mythology of like tesla the misunderstood genius fun in a dark way yes (laughs) (laughs) anything else is fair game just don't stalk them before uh, to their door on the first day. Damn it. Oh yeah, but we need to like add more details and how magic is stored in the fall. Also, we can confidently fit this in the Cageverse. That is the whole movie. <laughs> that is the foreshadowing of the that, entire film. That's the whole movie. <laughs> that's it. They're both awful. Well, all three of them, I guess. All three of the two of them. Exact science isn't an exact science. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Staying coherent with that many cuts is insane. This is like cool truth, but maybe more of it. That's right. It's the prestige. So please watch along, and when the episode comes out, send us any questions or comments you have to contact at downloadablezebras.com, or message us on Twitter at DLZebra, or search for Downloadable Zebras on Facebook. Uh, Yeah, it's been a little while for us since we've recorded one of these. Well, I guess as long since you've heard one of these, if you're a listener. So, a little out of form. Yeah, we had a busy month. Yeah. Like all of us. We figured it out. Oh, we got another one coming up, baby. Oh, yeah. Prepare, prepare yourselves. BB. So, y'all, yeah. we watching that. Yeah, with Edward Norton and Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, I, uh. <laughs> I, I'm gonna uh... jump in long, all you bastards. <laughs> 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 I still don't know who Justin Long... Like, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> Perfect. I was gonna ask about those. I'm like, I don't think that's... I don't think they're in this movie, but... I'm gonna say they are. Uh, yeah, so th- this movie is one that I've seen a little bit of several years ago. Um, where I, like, it was just on the TV when I was, like, chatting with my mom about something. All right. And yeah, from what I remember visually, it's a really cool movie. It is. It is. It's got that Christopher Nolan look to it. This came out yeah. in the exact same year as The Illusionist. Yeah, that's the problem. And I watched them back to back. Yeah, no, they do this shit all the time. Yeah, I just like, yeah, it's the same year. Uh, I don't know, I know t- a bit about one of them, I think it's the other one. We'll find out. I watch them both, I constantly get them both confused, but then I look them up and remember this is the one I like more. 
so so what you're telling me is we need to watch the illusionist next yes and then Probably. switch and then switch the titles of the episodes yes yeah. this, <laughs> this one's more aesthetic i think all of us would like this one for different reasons more tepper for uh like um it's it's the same era and the same vibe as the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie. Ooh. The other one's Yay. more Oscar baby in tone, if I'm remembering correctly. The Illusionist, that is. Yeah, I I, I like I like that aesthetic a lot. Like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen's great movie. Truthfully, I think I was too young to appreciate The Illusionist because hindsight, it was probably a decent enough movie. Yeah, it was kind of boring, especially especially like I feel like I watched a week after I watched this. I watched them literally the same day. I should stop. (laughs) Oh yeah, I watched them within thirty minutes of each other. Oh yeah, I watched them at the same time. (laughs) Two screens. One was playing backwards. (laughs) They sync up in the middle and tell you to kill the president. Yeah, you 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 play the illusionist backwards, and it's actually just the prestige. (laughs) (laughs) And then Christopher Nolan rings your doorbell and slaps you in the face. <laughs> drives away in a dump truck full of money. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Nolan movies tend to be pretty good, so I'm excited for this. What has he done lately? Tenant. What's he, he done? Yeah, since that man, that what? bad thing. Apparently, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard mixed. Like, there's some people who are like, "Damn, Tenant's absolutely incredible," and then there's other people who are like, mm, "No, nah, it sucks." I've seen like parts of it and like visually it's, it is a, uh, it's a really cool fucking movie. All right. I know next to nothing of it. I just, it came out last year. It has a name that people had difficulty pronouncing. Yeah. I think like the, the roughest thing for that movie was the fact that it was like doing a theater release in the middle of a, pandemic so so much of the coverage on it focused on that aspect as always you can find us all on downloadablezebras.com and a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song you can find them on YouTube call the link in the description Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.